0: Nothing But The Words, episode number 50, The Truth About Traditional Publishing. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candice L. Davis. Hey there, welcome to Nothing But the Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Before I dive into this week's episode, I want to acknowledge and celebrate my 50th episode of this podcast. When I started Nothing But the Words, my goal was to give every listener all the information and encouragement you need to write a phenomenal book. I really want this podcast to be an exceptional resource for authors who I may never get to know never get to meet, never get to work with, but who have great ideas for books, who have the ability and willingness to sit down and learn how to write a great book and will go on to produce fantastic books and hopefully I'm accomplishing that goal. That's still my goal this year in 2021 and I'll be expanding my offering here to include more interviews with my clients so they can share the reality of the writing and publishing process and how they're using their books to reach their audience, tell their story, share their message, and grow their business. And I'll be covering more about marketing your book. What to do with that book once it's written and A lot of people are asking questions about what to do with their book once it's written and published and in their hands. No one wants to press publish on Amazon, have a book sitting there, and then wonder why there are no sales coming through. So we'll talk a lot about marketing. Last week, I shared some of the truths, (laughs) busted some of the myths about self-publishing. And if you missed that episode, you can find it at candiceldavis.com slash 49. That's episode number 49. In this episode, though, we're tackling the reality of traditional publishing. The process of trying to secure a traditional publishing deal is going to be different based on the kind of book you want to publish. You will either need to write your book completely, beginning to end, a finished book to submit to agents and publishers, or you'll need to write a book proposal. So for example, if you're writing a novel or a memoir Agents and publishers generally want to see a complete manuscript, beginning, middle, and end. If you're writing narrative nonfiction, a personal or professional development book, or a subject matter expert book, it's quite different. You will typically need to write a book proposal, including one or two sample chapters of your book, instead of writing the whole book before you try to get an agent or a publisher. Now, writing a book proposal is a big topic, and we will cover it on another episode, but just know that those paths are different. You'll either write a book or a book proposal in the pursuit of a traditional publishing deal. With that in mind, let's dive right into five truths about traditional publishing. Truth number one, traditional publishing is not always more lucrative for the author than self-publishing. There are so many factors that go into the financial success of your book. Is the content engaging and well-written? Does it have cover appeal? Is it being sold in the right places? How big and how effective is the author's platform? If it's self-published, how much did the author invest in self-publishing it? How much did you spend? And how much time, effort, and money is going into marketing the book? Most of my clients do choose to self-publish, but many go the traditional route and some have done both. The fact is that some of my clients have made much more money through self-publishing than they did or would have with traditional publishing. And for other clients, the opposite is true. Don't assume then that traditional publishing will pay you more than you can make as a self-published author. If your bottom line is the bottom line, you need to investigate both options. Some authors get advances as low as $5,000 from traditional publishers. And most authors never earn any royalties above and beyond that advance. So if you don't believe that you can make more than $5,000 worth of book sales as a self-published author, you need to figure out why rather than settle for and accept an advance of $5,000 for your book. Truth number two, traditional publishers do not do all your marketing for you. I've heard a lot of authors say they want a traditional book deal because they don't want to be responsible for marketing. They know if they self-publish, marketing will be in their hands and they're afraid of that possibility. I understand I did not always love marketing. When I first got into this business, it was the thing I too tried to avoid. You can't avoid it. It's going to be waiting for you no matter what path you take. In reality, most traditional publishers will not invest much at all into marketing most of the books they publish. If they give you a huge advance, then yes, there's a better chance that the traditional publisher is likely to invest in marketing your book. They've paid a lot for it. They want to have the best possible opportunity of earning that money back. The publisher wants to earn back what they paid you in your advance and then some through book sales. So it's in their best interest to help you sell more books. But I've worked with authors who have received six-figure advances and still did not get much from their publishers in the way of marketing assistance. No matter which path you take, whether you decide to self-publish or go after a traditional book deal, be aware that marketing will be your responsibility. You are the author of this book. No one can sell it better than you can, and it will largely be in your hands. Truth number three, traditional publishers are not nearly diverse enough. Some traditional publishers are making an effort to diversify their catalogs, but the reality is they still do not publish a representative number of books by those of us who find ourselves grouped under the BIPOC or the LGBTQ plus labels. For decades, it was really hard for women of any race, including white women, to get their books published. Women were simply not taken seriously as authors. Even now, women are underrepresented in certain genres, especially when you look at the bestseller lists. Look at the bestseller list for things like business and money and personal finance. You might find some women on there. You probably won't, depending on what week it is. And it's not because there aren't brilliant authors who happen to be women who have written in those genres. They certainly are out there, but the publishers are not willing to bet on them enough yet. We could spend hours talking about how Asian, Latino American, and Black people and Native Americans have had to fight for their place in traditional publishing, and we're still fighting for it. Progress is slow in publishing, just like it's slow everywhere else. That does not mean, however, that you can't publish traditionally unless you're a 60-year-old white man. Of course not. I have clients who are white women and Black and Latino women who have gotten really good traditional book deals. It just means you need to understand the game you're playing and how the odds are stacked if you decide to go after a traditional book deal. Truth number four, the big five publishing houses are not the only solid, reputable publishing companies. Now, most of you have heard of Penguin Books and Random House, now one company. You've probably heard of HarperCollins and Simon & Schuster and Macmillan. But there are also lots of small, reputable, high-quality publishing companies that publish high-quality books. Several of my clients and even some of my mentors have successfully published their books with small presses. Now, of course, there are pros and cons to those deals. For example, a small press may offer a smaller advance, but more help with marketing. Depending on the book you're publishing, your platform, and your genre, you might just be better off with a small press. Keep in mind, however, that there are a lot of companies, especially newer companies out there, calling themselves publishers, positioning themselves as small presses, and performing like publishing services. Which brings us to the last truth about traditional publishing. Well, the last truth we're going to cover today. There are many more. Truth number five, traditional publishers never charge the author for publishing services, they pay the author for the right to publish their book. If a so-called publisher is asking you to pay a fee for anything, that is not a traditional publisher. That's a publishing services company or perhaps a vanity press. Traditional publishers pay authors advances on their work. And advance is money an author receives before the book is published and for nonfiction, often before the book is even written. Publishers pay that advance based on the assumption or the hope that the author will sell enough books to cover the advance and still make the publisher a profit. So for example, if your publisher gives you a $10,000 advance, which I personally would not recommend you take except in some very interesting circumstances, but let's say you have a $10,000 advance, you will have to sell enough books to cover that $10,000 with your royalties before you start earning any more money. That publisher has to recoup all of their advance money before you get another dime on that book. Here's the thing, though. (laughs) Some studies have found that less than 30% of authors actually earn out their advance. That means that the advance money that you receive in a traditional publishing deal, more often than not, the vast majority of the time, will be the only money you'll get for your book which is why most agents are gonna negotiate hard for the biggest advance that they could possibly get. The point is that any company asking you to pay upfront for publishing, asking you to pay fees for editing, cover design, layout design, any of those things, even marketing, other than telling you you've got to take on your own marketing, is not a traditional publisher. And while there's nothing wrong with using a publishing services company, I use them all the time for my self-published clients. You need to be clear about what the distinction is between the two. I hope that clears up some of the mysterious world of traditional publishing. It can absolutely be the best option for some authors, but you definitely need to go in with your eyes open. That's it for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would ask you to leave me a wonderful review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and tell someone you know who wants to write a book that they can get all the information they need to write a phenomenal book here on Nothing But The Words. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candice L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.